Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard and your host for this episode of the show. Today, we are talking with Jonathan Hunt from Game Salad, a really unique company that we just can't wait to tell you about. So, Jonathan, welcome to the show today. Oh, thanks for having. Oh, me. no problem. We uh, it's it's great to have it's great to have special guests and uh, the game salad. So when the when the folks who book the shows uh, told me that you were going to be a, a guest uh, today, I I obviously went and started to do some research and I went to Game Salad and I won't say I lost about six hours worth of time. I'll say I invested <laughs> six hours worth of time playing with all the stuff there. And I mean, there was just it's just very impressive the the site that you guys have built over at uh, Game Salad. Salad.com. And the um, so I just wanted to ask, so so when was when was Game Salad founded? I mean, how, how old are you guys? How long have you been around? And, you know, is there a story where, you know, you were all sitting around a Denny's one night and you decided to do this or how did how did this come to come to be? Well, the 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 idea for it uh, really came from from our three co-founders, Michael Augustine, Dan Treeman and, and Tan Tran. Uh, it's an idea they had had kind of bubbling for for years um, since uh, Michael and Tan had kind of met each other as undergrads at the University of Texas at Austin. Oh, wow. Um, but the company itself was actually founded as Gendai Games in 2007. Um, the three of them, uh, Michael and Dan and Tan, really just kind of bootstrapped it for close to three years, uh, pretty much just working out of a small house in Round Rock, Texas, <laughs> um, building that first version of the creator tool. Uh, and, you know, very from the beginning, the goal has been to democratize game creation. Right. Um, we see games as more than just entertainment. They're, they're really a form of communication. And until recently, only a very small percentage of people were able to contribute to that conversation. Um, we want everyone to have games as an option to express themselves and share ideas. And we think GameSolid Creator is is a tool that can do that. Okay. Well, it certainly, it certainly seems like... Uh like it's it's moving in that direction. I mean, like like I say, I was very impressed. So so before we go too much further, though, I just I just have to ask, why game salad? You know, why not game steak or something? <laughs> we really like the metaphor of salad, uh, really, because it it matches up with our product's functionality. Um, a salad is an incredible meal. It's made up of a variety of ingredients, and the result is generally much greater than the sum of its parts. Uh, game salad doesn't make your assets for you. You know, it doesn't create your art or create your music, but it provides an environment where anyone can bring their assets in and combine them to make uh, a product that is greater than the sum of its parts. Well, it makes sense. Actually, that leads me to my my next question. Uh, you, you know, I I have some programming experience, a couple couple classes in college and things like that. But how how um you know, and we have a lot of listeners who are developers or aspiring developers, you know, who are trying to <laughs> we get through the weeds and figure out how to make their first game and so forth. How easy is it to create a game using the game salad tools? I mean, how much how much programming experience do you need? Is it like learning, you know, you know, is it is it easier to learn C++ or is or how how what what level of sophistication do you need? Um, flat out there is no coding uh in game salad. Really? None. Uh, uh, it is it is completely drag and drop uh visual based programming. Hmm. Um, so you do not need to know any computer languages uh, in order to use Game Salad. Uh, at the same time, Game Salad is it is still programming. 
um, a firm understanding of logic and as well as comprehension of mathematics certainly helps in development. At the same time, they're not essential. Game Salad is game creation from a designer's perspective. It provides a visual way to lay out and build a game from the ground up. It's easy enough for aspiring game designers to bring their visions to life, but sophisticated enough that we've seen many pro developers switch to Game Salad because it's so much easier to use and so much faster to develop and distribute their games. Wow. Well, that's interesting. I, I know from visiting, like I say, from visiting your webpage that there's just, there's so many games on there. And I mean, I was impressed with the number of games because obviously you have a bunch. And I was impressed with the fact that I played about 20 games and I don't think I repeated any developer more than one. I, I kept like, nope, that's a new guy. No, that's a new group. That's a new group. So there was nobody where I kept playing like their games but i was also impressed with the quality of them usually when i go to a site like game salad uh you, you know you're, you'll get a certain level of game it's kind of like you know maybe like a little like match three thing or something like that that's pretty simple and there were a bunch like that but there was also some really mm-hmm. deep like role-playing games and things like that uh, um uh, how big is your community that's creating this content for you uh, we have a community of over two hundred thousand developers <laughs> um they're, they're, it's people ranging in age from 13 to 65. Some have been game designers and computer engineers for 30 years, and others have never seen a line of code. Uh, we've got artists, musicians, students, businessmen, just about every type of person you can imagine creating games for all sorts of reasons. Um, the diversity of our community is part of why we look on ourselves as more, more than just a game development toolkit. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. You may you may say our community may have more in common with YouTube's creator community in terms of the variety of people that use our tools and contribute to the conversation than something like an Unreal Engine or or another standard game development tool. Right. No, I mean, I was doing I was doing everything. I was I was exploring a haunted house. I was doing like a hidden object adventure. <laughs> it was like, wow, there's like so much there. Um, now, uh, so you but you obviously probably know more about uh, the games that are available than than I do. Since I, you know, I spend a few hours with it, and you're, you're there every day. So, do you do you have a favorite game on the site or games that you play? I have, I have lots. I have lots of them. Um, a game. It's not available on the website right now, but definitely available on all the other platforms we offer. Available on desktop and, and iPad is a game called Spooky Hoofs by Games Mold. Uh, that was actually recently featured by Mashable as one of their like top five offbeat uh, iOS games. Mm. Um. Uh, Zombie Drop and Tiny Balls by Big Banana Apps. Uh, I really enjoy uh, both of those. Those are both available on the site um, as well as the Chrome Web Store and on iOS. Uh, one that I'm seriously hoping goes viral is uh, Space Panda by Flaming Mitten Studios. Uh, it's currently featured on the site, and I'm a big fan of that one. Um, but there, I mean, there's just there's just a ton. There are uh, there are a bunch that I love. The uh, there's a there's a franchise of e-pig games uh, that feature a um, a flatulent pig <laughs> and his various adventures as either a uh, a platform runner or a, a deep sea diver or a treasure hunter <laughs> and it's uh it's very uh, awesome. No, it's amazing the uh, imagination that goes into some of these. Now, the as far as using using the tools, so it's it's fairly easy to to use the tools. Uh, although it does sound like it is a skill that you that you pick up, but sort of different than a programming skill. Now, looking at the finished games, are you ever surprised at what the developers are able to put together? I mean, you obviously know what the tool set can do, but it sounds like they're sort of taking that and running with it and, and doing some amazing stuff. 
Oh yeah, all the time. We we were always being surprised by all the different ways our community takes advantage of the creator's versatility. Um, in the past, uh, there have been certain mechanics or maybe even entire game genres that even we thought, well, maybe the creator just can't do that yet. But lo and behold, one of our developers will show up and prove us wrong. Uh, it's really amazing and, and really a testament to the quality of developers that are using Game Salad. Excellent. Now the uh, now you know obviously uh, GameIndustry.com we we, uh, we we focus on you know the business side of making games. So so how does how does Game Salad how does it uh, make its money then? Is it is it basically? Uh, I, I noticed there was a free version of the of the engine. I suppose I assume you you make your money with uh, with a paid version as well. Uh, yeah, the basic version of Game Salad Creator is free to everyone. Uh, in that version, you'll find all the necessary tools for creating a game for iOS, web, Mac desktop. Um, we also have a professional membership. It's available as a license for $4.99 a year. Uh, that grants users access to some more advanced features and functionality, monetization options, as well as priority technical support. Uh, we're currently also working on some additional ways for our developers to make money off of their games, and we're hoping to announce some of those innovations very soon. Okay. Well, that, well, my next question was, you know, what what do the developers get out of the relationship with GameSout? I mean, obviously they get to create really good games, but then um, do you help them, I guess, you know, get them, I don't know, into the app store, or how how does the developer, you know, get get their out their end out of it? Uh, well, they can publish to a variety of areas. Uh, one is they can publish to any iOS market. They will need their own Apple developer account. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't take a rev share on on the app sales through iOS, and uh, so users still need their own Apple developer account. When they publish, when they're done with their game and game salad and they're ready to publish, they go through our publishing process, and they wind up with a binary that's good for them to upload through application loader uh, under their own developer account to the iOS app store. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what do they get out of our relationship? At a base level, they get the ability to uh, to bring their ideas to life without needing a computer science degree. <laughs> Professional quality games of the game solid can be produced. They're generally produced by teams of three or less, uh, as opposed to teams of like tens or twenties or even more tr- with more traditional tools. Um, and the average development time on a published title for Game Salad is three months or less, compared to six to twelve months uh, using most other software. Wow. Well, if I'm, I mean, it, it, if I'm a developer, you know, I, I, it sounds like you've kind of sold me. How, how do I get started? <laughs> okay, so I've listened to the show. I'm really excited. I, I have a really cool idea. I want to, I want to start working with GameSound. What, what's the, what's the process? How do I go about finding you and getting, getting the tools and everything that I need? Well, first off, you just go to GameSound.com, and right from there on that front page, you can download the tool for free. Okay. Um, and get started. Now, we have a wide range of resources to help people get started with developing on Game Salad. Uh, first, the creator itself comes with a huge array of templates, uh, providing an excellent starting point for any number of, of basic game types, genres, and some are just based on basic mechanics for, for games, just to help people get started with the way that logic works in Game Salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a reference site called Game Salad Cookbook, where developers can search through a wide array of frequently asked questions. They can ask their own questions, and they can vote answers up or down based on how helpful they are. Um, and then finally, we have our forums. Our community is international, so there are a substantial number of devs online 24 hours a day. The community is among the most helpful and supportive and innovative forum community I've ever had the pleasure to be a part of. And 
there's really you you go on there and you ask a question and you're you're going to get help. Wow, well, that's 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 probably a, as big a resource as the tools really almost for somebody who's trying to break into the industry. <laughs> Sure. Um, now, uh, you know, not it's not really super controversial, but I know there's been a lot of talk about uh, HTML5 and Flash and things like that. And I did notice that at least when I was looking at the the games on the website, um, you know, I'm I'm not a uh, browser, um, you know, uh, army guy where it's like Chrome or death or whatever. So I was I mostly came to your site uh, using Explorer because the the system I have at work, um, you know, that's just the default. And then and I couldn't play the games because you know the Explorer version didn't support HTML5. Wasn't it? Oh, was it? Was it eight or? Eight yeah, or I think it was. I think it was. So I just loaded up Firefox and play and played. But, yeah. um, but is that um, is that is that mostly the platform that the games are working on? Are you are they do they mostly work with HTML5 or are there other um, uh, platforms that they can come out on? I guess what platforms do you guys support through the Game Salad tools? Uh, well, HTML5 is our is our web platform that we support. Um, but we also allow users to publish to any iOS device. So they can design games for iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and we also allow people to uh, to publish as Mac desktop applications. Mm-hmm. So they can then publish to the Mac App Store um, and things like okay. that. Uh, we really see HTML5 as the future of the web by allowing users to publish in that format. We think We feel we're putting our community on the bleeding edge of development technology. Um, as well as offer them the largest possible audience without the burden of proprietary plugins. Um, I mean, there's, it's a huge, large install base. All the most recent uh, browsers support HTML5, um, including IE9. And once IE9 really, once that, once that transition sort of happens and more people are getting on IE9 as a, and, and IE10 and, and further on, as opposed to IE8, it's just going to increase the uh, the potential audience for HTML5 games. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. And they they and like I say, once once I got in, and started playing them, I was I was really impressed. Some of the ones you mentioned, like uh, Zombie Drop and and the 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 panda flying panda one, I think I, those are ones that I tried, and yeah, they're very impressive. <laughs> uh, now the um, how do you guys? I'm I'm curious, how do you guys measure success? I mean, um, do you see that like let's say a game like uh like like the uh the Zombie Drop game goes viral and millions of people play it would, would you consider that like a success for the for the game salad tools i guess my question is you know what what are some of your biggest successes or what are some of the the games that uh have been created through game salad that that you know you would consider you know they went on and were very successful sure um i mean definitely our success is is largely predicated based on our community's success with the games that they make um, on iOS, we've seen more than 60 games have made it into the top 100 overall games on the U.S. App Store, and 25 of those have made it into the top 10. Wow. Uh, on HTML5, our biggest success to date has been a game called Angry Anna. Hmm. Uh, the game was built by a small studio in India called Geek Mentors. Now, they designed a spoof on Angry Birds. It's a, you know, a, a catapult launch game. Uh, and it was designed to relay a message of Anna Hazari, a, a politician in India who's been fighting against corruption in the Indian government. <laughs> now, at the time, Anna was participating in a hunger strike, and Geek Mentors made this game in three days and posted it to HTML5 uh, in order to get their story out in a timely manner. Uh, and using the embed functionality of our HTML5 player, Angry Anna went viral and got more than 250,000 plays in less than one week. Wow. Uh, the game became the number eight trending topic on Twitter in India and helped get incredible coverage 
uh, get them coverage on CNN.com. Uh, they got coverage on uh, Kotaku and several other places in getting that message of Anna and the message that Anna and the geek mentors wanted to spread. Huh. Well, you know, when I asked you that question, I didn't think that you'd be telling me that you were changing the world. But wow, <laughs> that's that's pretty incredible. And so it, it just shows the ability that when when you when you provide the tools for creation, when you make them accessible to people and 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 as well as easy tools for distribution, uh, like with our HTML5 player, which is able to be embedded uh, similarly to a YouTube player. So if you play it on the site, you can go and click that embed link and go post it, post it on your blog and have the playable version of the game right there on your blog. Um, and you allow games to be shareable as easy as online video is to be shareable. You can create interactive content um, so quickly that you can always keep it up to date and topical and really use it as as an innovative communication tool. Well, yeah, and I can see how the embed link would, would work great because there's a lot of bloggers out there. They just they embed the code and then people come and they can play the game. That's that's pretty amazing that you're able to do that. I can see that as a great a great tool. Um, now, so being in this being in this space, I guess you guys see a lot of trends. I mean, I almost wouldn't call you. I mean, I was thinking you were, you would be like in the casual game space, but I mean, some of these games actually kind of transcend that a little bit. But in but in general, um, what, what do you you know? Do you guys see a lot of trends? I mean, you must see like okay, we've got ten game, games created sort of around this this week, and then you know. But is there anything that you're seeing that? You know, you would consider a sort of a trend in in, in game design and in this type of gaming. Well, really, we, we we've seen a, a, a large increase in kind of people using games in order to get messages. Wow. Out. You know, again, using games more as a methods of communication hmm. um, because because it's becoming easier to use. Uh, I, we personally think that 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 uh, web games and even specifically HTML5 games. Uh, could experience a boom like we've witnessed the way that uh, online music did with Napster and iTunes in the early 2000s or the way with that companies like YouTube and Vimeo did with video uh, in, in the late 2000s and early 2010s. Um, and I think that's I think you're going to see games as the next that's the next kind of communication form that's really going to experience kind of an indie boom as the access to uh, to the creation and distribution of that kind of technology. Uh, becomes more and more available. Well, that's great, and I think that that's actually will help us uh, in a lot of these. Like, for example, with the recent Supreme Court, you know, saying that games were protected. I mean, this is neat that somebody's actually using games to actually give a message, like like a book or a you know a radio program or something like that. So that's that's really cool to see. And that's definitely a trend that um, is worth is worth exploring. So I guess um, from from GameSod point of view, is there anything that you wanted to add or any any future plans that we should look forward to? Uh, coming from you guys, <laughs> something that you want to sneak in and let us give us a little hint of what you're doing. <laughs> well, we're going to be we're going to be launching some new features very soon, uh, and our our recent focus is really to make the tool. We want to make it even more powerful and at the same time also more accessible. Um, we're preparing to roll out some really cool innovative ways for developers to make money from their titles, uh, and really kind of break the mold and offer continue to offer some a lot of new things. Uh, for for developers and uh, really kind of increase the again just increase the accessibility more people being able to make games but people being able to make more powerful and deeper games as well. Great. Okay. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much. This was this was a lot of fun. Uh, not-
Oh, thank uh, you. Not quite as much fun as playing on your website, but <laughs> but it was neat to see sort of behind the curtain at uh, Game Salad. Um, if you'd like to uh, uh, send us an email and comment on the show today, our email address is ginlounge at gameindustry.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gameindustry. And uh, you can find all the Game Salad stuff at gamesalad.com. So definitely definitely check that out. And uh, I uh, thanks again to Jonathan Hunt uh, from Game Salad and um, you know, that's this is probably the first time that I've had a good time talking about salad. So there we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, yeah. All right, everybody. I'll see you next week right here at GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. Take care, everyone.